This is episode nine zero. My name is Justin. Hey, I'm Chris. And this is the Bible Buffoons Podcast. That's episode 90. Nine zero. Nine zero. I was going to say 90 again, and then I, <laughs> I felt like we had really covered it. Yeah, 90, man. That's crazy. That is crazy. We were just thinking 10 more will be our 100th. And then 10 more plus four would be kind of two years worth. Is it? 104, 52 weeks times two. Well, that's true. Wow. Yeah. So I don't know if you, do we celebrate a two-year anniversary? I think you, so do we put a, do we put more emphasis on the hundreds? That's the question. That's or, the, the question. or like the two-year. You're getting my point here. Yeah. Hundreds, I think the hundred. Hundreds a nice clean. And then from that point on, you can kind of. Just do the hundreds. Mark the mark the hundred milestones, or the like the hundred and the fifties, because mm-hmm. yeah. that's almost a year. Then I mean, if, you right. do the, if you do the fifties, do the fifties. That's almost a year. It's good stuff, guys. We're good with math. We're really good at math. This was all off the cuff. I don't want you to be too impressed <laughs> by our no calculators addition. used. We're we... harmed in the making of this. <laughs> uh, no, we're all we're all about it. It's a great day. Yeah. Uh, well, hope you guys are having a great spring, almost summertime. Mm-hmm. We're getting there, y'all. It's getting warmer by the day. Uh, I think the colds left us. It, it definitely has. It's already kind of scooting up there a little bit. I think next week we were talking to our neighbors who have the pool. Yes. The other Chris. They're getting ready to open it up. And want to do like a like an opening block party with all of us. That sounds awesome. It's it. He said it was 74 degrees. The pool? Yeah. Is that warm? Cold? Yeah, that's pretty good. Okay. Yeah, that's pretty good. It's not like the big pool. That pool stays cold. That pool, our other big pool is going to be 40 degrees forever. <laughs> like, it's basically uh, when they close the pool at the end of August is when it gets good. That's the warmest. Yes. That's when you're like, oh, this is nice. <laughs> yeah. And then before that, it's freezing yeah. all the time. Till about... Uh, Mid July. Yeah, yeah, it's gonna be cold. But yeah, we're up, we're up here hanging out. Hope you guys are doing good. Uh, a lot of y'all listen to our Second Thessalonians three one through five chat. Uh, oh, excuse me. Hello. Hello. There we go. Now we're ready. There we go. Sorry about that. This is super early, guys. It's super early in the morning. We're doing this. It's ten o'clock <laughs> in the morning. Uh, today is, uh, um, when you're listening to this, it's May 5th, but today is May 4th. That's right. Star Wars Day. May the 4th be with you. That's right. I, I, so many good May puns, like the Justin Timberlake one. It's going to be it's May. It's going to be May. That's, that's, that's probably my favorite. May the 4th. Yeah, we uh, put the boys in our Star Wars shirts this morning. Nice. Little, little baby Yodas. Jack has a shirt that's really funny. It has Darth Vader, uh, Princess Leia, and Luke Skywalker. And they're taking a picture by like the Golden Gate Bridge. And yeah. it says Skywalker Family Vacation or something <laughs> on it. It's really funny. He doesn't get it. Yeah. But I think it's very but funny. But you get it. I get it. And it's very clever um, in that. Uh, I'd be on it twice. Oh, boy. Oh. It's going to be one of those. Oh, we a got a awesome of a topic today we do i'm excited i'm not tired y'all i don't know what i'm trying to drink this coffee it's that in the dentist i went to the dentist last week i bet i yawned 400 times she's like it? you tired i was like yeah but i'm also like just laying down yeah in the middle of the day sometimes just keeping your mouth open like that for a long time can make you yawn yeah i was like i want to fall asleep yeah 
And she's like, do it. And then she asked me a hundred questions. <laughs> and you're like, stop it, stop it. So how old are your kids? I'm like, I just I can't sleep this way. <laughs> yeah, I know. Five and two. <laughs> Didn't they spray you with that water and it gets everywhere? Oh, that's my favorite part. <laughs> it just gets all over my face. <laughs> I never know also what to do. The most vulnerable thing ever when you go to a dentist is that little suction thing. Yeah, they don't really. They're sh- then they just put in your mouth, and then you don't know if. Am I supposed to close Am I supposed my to because I'm about yeah. to suck on this? And then they're like, suck it. And you're like, I don't like this. Stop it. <laughs> close your mouth. You are, at, you are at their disposal. Close your mouth. I don't know. And you just do it. Anyways. Um, I enjoyed the dentist. I have no cavities last week. Good for you. Good for me. Congrats. Uh, they they always are like you have such great teeth, and I'm like I don't. Y'all must see garbage mouth. <laughs> you must see some jacked some up some jacked drills. up teeth because every time y'all are like you have such good teeth. I'm like ah, uh, hey, take it where you can get it. Yeah, my you mean my flossing once a month <laughs> the night before I come in here. <laughs> they they are always impressed with my flossing because I keep those flossers in my Sticks. car. Yeah, oh yeah. And I floss basically after every meal, but it's not real flossing. I don't know. So Mary Beth read that those are bad. Oh, well, there you go. Because you use the same thing. You're taking gunk from one tooth and putting it into another. I buy that. Yeah. It's not like when you floss, you kind of go more. But I'm also like, this is better than not. Absolutely. So. It's got to be better than nothing. You're you're great. You're healthy. Peak. There you go. Peak performance. All right. We got a topic this morning. We're going to jump into it. No more dentist. No more uh, den chat. um, In there. Uh, our topic this morning, we really debated. Is this going to be like a six-parter? Is this going to be a off-the-bat three-parter? But I think that we can hit this first one in we're, one go. We're going to try to commit to a one-parter we're gonna for this basic, first part. We're going to basically <laughs> answer the question, uh, who is God? Wow. What, what, what is God? Wow. In 20 minutes. <laughs> uh, and you're going to get all of your answers. Little, little tongue-in-cheek there. There's no way that... Uh, <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. I think we can do it. A, a lifetime of biblical study would still leave you with, with questions. We're, but... in, we're, we're in a new age, man. We, <laughs> we are in a 140-character age. Wow. We got it. You think so? Yeah. Here we, we got go. it. I mean, if there's more, then, well... I don't think we're going to say we're going to answer it. We're going to complete Yeah, I did kind of say that. We're going to complete it. <laughs> we're at least going to an- answer it. We're doing a topic called Theology 101. And what is theology? Well, it, one, it brings me anxiety and because uh, I got my master's in theology. And so go. I think back to schoolwork. Hard work. How is your school going? Not great. <laughs> oh, no, I haven't asked you in a long time. It's hard. Did you drop out again? It's hard. Uh going to school as a real grown as up. a as a you, you have a life uh, yeah i got kids i got lots of jobs it's it's tough you're at the ballpark every night it's tough so except for our families our monday was our last night last night was y'all's last night for baseball season yep. right so we're done Rec ball's over for the spring but yeah are you in class this semester yeah it's tough man it is it's tough there's a lot of reading a lot of things you gotta do but a lot of reading, a lot of writing. A lot of what? What's your critical interpretation of the New Testament? Just a nice, easy, light course. Who did that book? Uh, Douglas what? Moo? No. Uh, I can't remember the name of the main book. It's in my office. Um, Carson Moo. But Strahan is uh, my professor. I know. You know him, right? Yeah, we went to yeah. college together. Yeah. We went to undergrad at MTSU together. Yeah. He's in Vienna. 
Yes, he is. Or he's getting back now. He, he uh, was doing it all kind of remote. Yeah, but he's. I yeah. think I just saw because we're friends. I see him on the social medias. I think they're flying back. Yeah. Um, well, cool. So theology, it, it sounds very fancy, and you do theology more than you know it. Yeah. Like everyone does it. Yeah. If you spend time thinking about the Bible, Dunzo, yeah. right, and about God. Um, and that theology is basically the study of the nature of God and religious beliefs. There you go. You get a uh, uh, theo, God. God. Ology. Uh, ology, logos, word, studying it. Like so, yep. basically, it's you just thinking about God and studying it. Yeah. So you probably do that more than you think. Mm-hmm. Uh, we have this fancy term like this is like theology class. This is it. Um, this is you know theology one hundred and one. We're yeah. not going to jump ahead. <laughs> Three hundred and one courses, uh, or, you know, or whatever. Uh, this isn't graduate work. This is base level. So don't think. You might learn something new in this podcast, or it might just refresh your brain, or it might just get you to start thinking about God more. There you go. Because um, that's ultimately a good thing to do. Absolutely. Uh, and he, he is worthy of study. <laughs> yeah, absolutely, so, right? Yeah. Um, in this, there's this quote that I like by A.W. Tozer. It says, what comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us. Mm. And you're like, that's the most important thing about God is, or about us is how I think about God? Like, that doesn't seem right. You'd think, well, how do I serve? How do I love? How do I? But this kind of goes back to step one, mm, right? Like yeah. how you think about God is going to determine who you are. Um, yeah. Your thoughts lead to actions and your actions will lead to habits. Yeah. Right. You do something 15, 20 times in a row, then you kind of have a habit of it. Yeah. Uh, so if you think about something long enough, maybe that will help you to move to act. Your act will move you to actions. Yeah. Loving God, loving others, treating people, fruits of spirit, all those things, I think are kind of wrapped up in there. Yeah. Um, a right understanding of, not a right understanding, a healthy understanding oh, uh, yeah, of God, yeah, yeah. Uh, a, a well thought out understanding of God leads to a healthy understanding of who you are in God and yeah. oh, as God's yeah. creation, right? So it's all, it's very baseline, like identity. <sighs> if you want to know who you are, Figure out who God is and yeah. what he said about you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Um, so that's just kind of a deal there. You know, that's the most important thing. That's from A.W. Tozer there um, in this. The bulltozer. So, <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> uh, so we're just going to hit three very <laughs> basic. Yeah. What is God? Yeah. Who is God? Yeah. Who do Christians believe? What does the Bible say that God is? Yeah. Because it can get kind of confusing. Yes. One, let's make man in our image so we kind of put this humid tendency on God. Yeah. We know we put that on Jesus Mm -hmm. as he was fully man. Mm -hmm. And then you have the Holy Spirit and you're like, I don't even know what that is. Yeah. That's just crazy. Yeah. Right? That's a dove-shaped little piece in your heart, whatever (laughs) it is, right? Um, you, have, you have all these things just kind of learning and trying to figure out. So we're going to just look at the Bible and I already gave it away with the three things we're talking about. Yeah. But God is um, three. God is Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. There you go. And as a Christian, this is our foundational beliefs, our theology, thinking about God. This is who God is. Yes. What God is. All of those wrapped in together. That's right in that so let's jump to one let's do it let's jump to one right god is father god is father thankful for that 
Yeah, right? Yeah. And for a lot of people, this can be a little triggering. For sure. Right? If you don't have a good relationship with your father, mm -hmm. then this is going to be negative to you. Yeah, that's right. It's going to take you some steps back to go, what do you mean? Mm -hmm. um, maybe you could think about like a good father on one of your old TV shows, right? You get, you get the Danny Tanner or whatever. You can you look back and go, oh yeah, uh, that, that's what, Danny, is that right? Is that Danny Full Tanner, House? yep, you nailed it. Oh, yes. Carl uh, Winslow. Carl Winslow, right? You can, you can look at those. But we do get this idea and we do read this in scripture over yes. and over again, actually coming from Jesus himself. We look at Matthew 6, 6. It says, but when you pray, go into your room, close the door and pray to your father yes. who is unseen. Then your father who sees what is done in secret will reward you. Um, if you go on 20 more verses in Matthew 6, uh, 626, he says, look at the birds of the air. They do not sow or reap or store away in barns. And yet your heavenly father feeds them. Are you not much more valuable than they are. Um, Jesus wanted to get this idea of God is there to be a protector, mm. a provider, um, somebody that is going to walk with you and guide you and help you as a good father would do. Right. In that. Yeah. So um, God is not something that we can get our, our minds around. Right. God Fully, is no, absolutely. Not. God is beyond our comprehension. So what the Bible does is, is tells us, what God is like, which, which Jesus does all the time, right? But his brain can go there. He, he's all, it, he's already yeah, he, there. he's been there. He's seen it. Um, and so it, when he does all those parables and all those analogies, he's like dummies. I'm trying to get this into your head. Let's put it on your level. Yeah. So so all throughout Scripture, uh, the text uses metaphors. Uh, different examples, illustrations of what God is. There's some some weird ones like God's described as a nursing mother, uh, as a as a hen who wants to <laughs> gather her yeah. chicks up under her wings, as an eagle, you know. But uh, God as Father is one of the the most commonly used ones mm -hmm. in both the Old and the New Testament. Mm -hmm. And and you hit on this a little bit. I love this metaphor, this yeah. example because it's so versatile. Because you oh, think yeah. about uh, what is a father, and you mentioned these things. A father creates, provides, protects, protects disciplines, uh, encourages, yeah. cares for, on and on and on. And it's like we can't fully get our mind around who and what God is. But if you think about what we, the small little bit of what we understand of what good fathers are, that's a step towards understanding how God feels about you. But what I love about it is since God is so big and so hard to get our minds around, even that example is just kind of <laughs> like this fuzzy image. Yeah. It's like even, even, even that is just a dim reflection of what God really is as a father. He's perfect as a father where we're flawed as fathers, yeah. but we still love our kids with just so much love mm -hmm. and energy uh, and compassion like God is that to the infinity degree. And so I love, I love God as father. It's so important. Um, and, and, and that can be difficult for sure uh -huh. uh, because of our brokenness and our, our broken mm -hmm. relationships, but it can also be healing uh, yeah, because absolutely. scripture constantly talks about God being the father to the fatherless. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So wherever you are out yeah. there, 
Um, and whatever your relationship is with your father, you have a perfect father. And if you can hang on to that, that gives you confidence and hope. Oh, absolutely. Very, very well said. And, and it, and it gives us something to strive towards as well as, as we read and understand what God is as father, we as fathers can go, how am I living this out in Mm -hmm. my life as well? I'm not going to be perfect as he is perfect, but it will help me with that protection and all those things. Um, and just kind of wrap your heads around what God is. Yeah, um, right. You know, there's all these names for gods, uh, you know, God that we can go through. Um, and we have, I think we did a podcast. Yeah, on I think we did that. Yeah. We've done that a long time ago. Um, but we're just going to stick to, this is 101, yeah. theology 101 as who do Christians f- just at our foundational belief, we believe that God is father. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of a bold move too. That was another thought that I had. Yeah. Like, for us to call God as father means that we are children and children have a place at the table. And the reason that we can call God father, that we can cry out to God as father is because Jesus taught us that, right? But that's a pretty bold claim that we can call God father. That's intimate. That's personal. That's, yeah. That's deep. Um, and we, we get access to that because Jesus invited us into that relationship. Let me... um. To piggyback on that, let me get your thoughts on this. Ooh. I got, uh, I got my hand slapped. Oh dear! Not at this church. Okay, <laughs> not at this church. I have at this church. I'm like, I don't want to get my hand slapped <laughs> like, right now. Well, no, I, I, I have got, I got spoken to. Oh boy, by some senior members of the church. It, it'd be like that sometimes. It'd be like that sometimes when you're young and you don't know what's going on. Uh, or I was just so far ahead advanced from them yeah. theology oh, oh, that there you go. they didn't even know how to get they it. They weren't on your level. They weren't on level. Speaking of this, we, me and this other preacher preached on this topic. I think we, we, uh, ish, we kind of did a tag team about God is this, God is yeah. that, and we did God as father. And I prayed. Yeah. And I called him daddy. Yeah. And they were like, what are you doing? Oh, wow. And I was like, you know, it's another name father. It's the <laughs> same. And they're like, you should, better show respect to God. Oh, wow. I was like, I think I'm showing more respect yeah. by saying that I have that relationship with him. Yeah. Like you don't call someone daddy or dad unless it, it may like, you know, when my kids call me that, that's a big term. And Absolutely. I take that very important. Like, yes, yes, it I am. It does something to your Thank heart. You. Yeah. yeah. And it's like, and for me to call, you know, God that it's like, Hey, I'm putting you in a, a sacred place mm. in my life to call you that. And they were like, you better not call him daddy again. Yeah. I was like, that's okay. I'll leave. I, uh, I could see if it was done casually or disrespectfully, it how was, people might have beef with it. But like as a term of, of deep intimacy and love and respect, if I remember I correctly, it. doesn't mean that I that I and do. I'm not accusing you of that. No, I'm just trying no, no. to think. And through. I can see that, but I think mine was during a prayer, and I think it was at the beginning. And I think I, if I just remember right, I was calling. I was like, "Dear God, dear Father, Dad." Yeah. Like I was just kind of going and just building on yeah. that, and just calling him those names. And they were like, "We're not having it." One of the uh, one of the best prayer prayers that uh, I've I've ever ever had the chance to to pray alongside was this older guy. He was kind of a hippie. His name was Jim Grace, and and he called God Papa. See, <laughs> yeah, and it was awesome. Right? I mean, no, that's how he because it means to God. yes. Yeah. And so that's how 
how that mean there. But again, for some of you, you may be longing to call somebody Papa and Daddy because yeah. maybe you don't have that in your yeah, life or whatever. Right. God is that for you. God is that for you. Yeah. Or maybe you have that great relationship and you're like, dang, like God loves me and is more than my daddy. And you're like, whoa. Yeah. And that should hit in a different way as well, too, yeah. where you're like, dang. Um, so there you go. It's good. Um, all right. That's one. God is father. Two. God is son. Son. Jesus. God Man. is son. Put on flesh. So we don't think about the Trinity. Well, we we do all the time. It's not in the Bible. Mm-hmm. Right? The word is the not, word yeah. Trinity. Definitely is. The which is what we're talking yeah. about here, right? <laughs> yeah. Uh, um. Yeah. So that's what. Um, it's not in the Bible anywhere. But we have you know, really kind of taken it. God is Father. God is Son, and then God is Spirit. Um, but as a foundation, we have to know that Jesus is God. Mm-hmm. I think that's really important. Yeah. Like, For one, like, and, I, and I've got one particular reason. We'll get there in just a no, second. No, no, no. Go, 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 go. Well, no. Um, I think a particular issue for some people, and I hope I'm not jumping ahead or anything, but no, you jump ahead. Um, you look at the stories in the Gospels, and, and Jesus is, is presented uh, both as son and God, mm-hmm. right? Uh, but some people really have a difficult time logically or emotionally or however you want to look at it with how could God do that to his son, right? And they have yeah. they have a hard time reconciling. Why would God do this to his son? Well, we just kind of talk about God being the father right. and, and we put that... Um, we put that relationship father son and then we talk about the son his one and only son right and we're like well, what are you doing buddy yeah like Cause, no cause as a father no good father would do that yeah but if jesus but a, but a, is god but a good good father <laughs> if what? jesus is god then that means god did that to, to himself. himself yeah and brett talked about this on sunday i thought it i thought it was a beautiful way to say it what we see in the cross is a collision of God's justice and God's mercy mm-hmm. on himself. Yes. God yeah. didn't do something to Jesus. God himself took on flesh and paid the price, God's price for our sin. Yeah. And having a right understanding of what was going on in that relationship, I think is really important to understand how profound it is that God put on our skin and lived with us and then ultimately died this horrible death so that we could have relationship with them. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, we, we like to separate them, mm-hmm. right? God, the father and the son and the Holy spirit, you have the three, three and one, but we still like three, right? We would rather it be three. That's, <laughs> that's easy, easier to, that's easier to kind of comprehend, but it's not that way. Um, we look at John ten thirty. Jesus says, I and the father are one. Mm-hmm. We are one together. That's right. Um, and so for you, the idea, and for us, is how do you see Jesus? Mm. Um, and that's a big part of how you kind of look at this. Because right. Jesus, um, even though we talk about God, and and you can go to other religions, and, well, there's this God, that God, all these different gods. But when it comes to Jesus, they're pretty much on the same page saying Jesus lived. Yeah, Jesus was a real dude. They knew who he was. And even other religions are like, he was a prophet. Yeah. He was a good teacher. Um, you know, he was a healer in that way. And so how do you see God? Yeah. Sorry. How do you see Jesus? Do you look at Jesus and, you know, is he that good teacher? Is he a prophet to you? 
uh, is he the savior? Is he God? Yeah. Like, do you put him in that category or he's a lot of good things? Um, and I think that that has a lot to see how you live your life. How do you live for him? How do you see him? Uh, you know, like again, just goes back to how we see God. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a big deal. And it's a big deal. And if you really see him, I, I think a big part for myself and for teenagers, and I think you know, really for everybody, we we love to go to the teachings of Jesus mm-hmm. and go, oh, teachings of Jesus. But at its core, these are the teachings of God. Right. And if you're like, okay, well, the teachings of God are really important, yeah. then you're going to listen to the teachings of Jesus yeah. and say, no, this is very important. Yeah, I got to like, do these as well. Kind of like we talked about with God as Father. It's like we, we are trying to get a picture of who God is, and Jesus in his person and nature and attitude and teachings was showing us who God is. Mm-hmm. And that, that, was the, that was a tangible, physical thing that the people around him could see and hug and have a meal with. And so that's cool. You see this progression of intimacy. Yeah. Um, you know, if you want to know who God is, then you have to know who Jesus yeah. is. Um, reading, reading the New Testament, reading the good news, reading the gospels, and just getting a bigger spectrum of like, okay, this is who God is. Cause this is Jesus. Yeah. There. And he says, if you, if, if you've seen me, you've seen the father, right? Yeah. So well, it's like, uh, yeah. Uh, was that John one? Yeah, I think so. John one eighteen. No one has ever seen God, but the one and only Son, who is Himself God and is in the closest relationship with the Father, has made Him known. He's mm-hmm. like, you don't see Him, but you see Me, so you have. Right. If you know Me, then you know the Father. Um. All right. Third one. As we kind of wrap up here, God is Spirit. Yeah. What so does that mean? Three. <laughs> this one's very confusing. Um. <laughs> Yeah, we got the God and Spirit. And this is one that, I, again, I think we say this all the time, that I think that we have done a bad job of teaching about the Holy Spirit because we can't wrap our brains around it. We can wrap our brains a little bit about Jesus. Hey, he raised them from the dead. He healed that person. He walked here. He cursed the fig tree. He did this. We're like We can put tangible things on it. Mm-hmm. Um, and even in God, we got you know God in the burning bush, and we got all these, so we, okay, we talk about God. Well, the spirit is this weird, we can't really put our fingers on it. We don't really, and, I, and, th- and that is by design. Yeah. And that is by design, I, I believe. But it's hard to talk about it. And so and so when we want to wrap our brains neatly around who God is, okay, God, okay, Father, Son, got it, Spirit, wait wait a minute. <laughs> that This doesn't fit, right? Yeah. Like you would think it'd be mother, son, <laughs> daughter, neighbor, friend. <laughs> like, hey, just give me more relationship. And they're like, it's something you can't see. It's the spirit. You're like, well, come on now. <laughs> what are you doing here? Yeah. Um, but what I like to think about as we kind of roll into this idea of theology and really trying to just grasp what it means, who God is in this. Um, I think about all of your interactions right now, I believe on earth with God happen through the Holy Spirit. I track with that. Right? Yeah. So if you say, man, I want to get closer to God. I want to know more about God. I want to type. 
a tighter, deeper relationship with God, the way that that is going to happen is going to be through the Spirit. Yeah. That God's going to work through the Spirit to help you in that. As you read, as you meditate, as you're silent, as you pray, all those things are getting you with the Spirit closer to God. So we can't just say, I'm only going to do these things. Mm. You, you, It has to be three in one. And we have to learn how to... Uh, tune our hearts and tune our minds into the frequency of the Holy Spirit to learn more about God. Yeah. In there. I'm going to try to do this quickly, but uh, I, I see the Spirit as God's working to restore union with man. Yeah. So if you look at, at the Genesis, the creation story, God was close with these people. I mean, he walked in the he, garden with them. He, he was with them. And then because of the brokenness and the sin that entered in the world, that relationship mm-hmm. was changed, right? But then what do we... I just see this progression through the whole narrative of Scripture where God is reaching out to these ancient people in foreign countries, Abraham, and creating relationship with them, building culture, leading them, guiding them, and then and speaking through prophets and, 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 and growing this people... And then you fast forward to Jesus as God, and it's this next level of intimacy. God himself comes in the flesh and spends time with his people, and he's teaching, and he's creating, and building the church. And then what do we see? This I think the ultimate ex- expression in Scripture of God bringing us back into unity and union with him is the gift of the Holy Spirit. So if yes. Jesus was living with us, the Spirit lives in us and you see this arc this progression of god getting closer to people now because of jesus the spirit of god lives inside of us and we can have that union and that unity and that god is is guiding and directing our lives in a very real way because of the power of the spirit in our lives and it was like he was trying different things for that to happen too right like with him in the garden that's the ultimate where we want to get to or was and that's sort of the picture that we see at the the end end. of all things yeah it's the restoration of the garden Mm -hmm. right of having that but then you have god with us god coming back but then you have the ark of the covenant right he's like no well this is my spirit with you keep this here he's just trying to be like I, he wants a relationship with you. Mm-hmm. He wants to be close to you. So he's doing the best that he can. All these things have failed. Until it's, finally with Jesus, he's like, well, then we're going to use Jesus. And then even, you know, Jesus says, hey, it's better that I leave that you get this spirit. It's with every single person. Um, it's this free gift for us. Uh, but that's the ultimate goal. Um, and so like, what is the goal of the Holy Spirit? Mm-hmm. Right? So there's different names for the Holy Spirit, right? There's mm-hmm. advocate, counselor, helper right there's these deals old school ruach elohim okay there we go there we go i was gonna say bless you Sorry. uh got something in your throat um but we have these ideas but what is the ultimate goal of the holy spirit i truly believe it, it is one for us to get closer to like for us for that union mm-hmm. to get closer and closer but i think the way that happens is it is helping us to be more and more like jesus transformation full transformation. Yes. Now there's no way we're going to get there. Right. But we can get close. Yep. And we do the best that we can. Mm-hmm. And so are you relying on the Holy Spirit, the helper, the counselor to help you every day? Do you wake up and say, Spirit, help me to be more like Jesus today? Mm. Um, and so there's another thing. If, if, if you don't know, 
if you're not asking the spirit for that, or if you are, and you're kind of just like, I don't really get it. You have to ask, you know, the spirit help me be like Jesus. But if you don't know what Jesus and God is like, Mm -hmm. how are you asking for him to help? Like that they work together, they work together, (laughs) but that is also for us to do our homework for sure. Like, um, I remember being a kid, I remember being a little boy. I remember being a kid and playing baseball. Um, and I started learning how to pitch. Um, and my dad would get v- these videotapes and we would watch Nolan Ryan. And so he was like, mimic your pitching after Nolan Ryan, how I held the ball, how I stood, how my feet were. Like, I just focused on that to where I was an okay pitcher. I mean, I wasn't a great pitcher, but I did it. But it's like, I, I had to find somebody that I wanted to model myself yeah, after. Right. And then you do that all the time when you're, you're playing sports, you're doing this. If you know, even like our kids in the backyard, they're trying to be Spider-Man, Superman, but they're going to try to act and be like that person. Kind of the same for us as adults. We need to be trying to be like Jesus. But if you don't know what Jesus is like, then how are you going to know to do that? Yeah. All I, right. I, I'll take it a step further. You are, you are trying to be like somebody. Always. Whether you know it or not, always the person you should should <laughs> be modeling your life after is is Jesus, who, as we've talked about today, yeah. is is our expression of God here on earth. Yes. We have a tangible uh, example. So, like, do some evaluation. Who are you modeling your life after? Yeah, I yeah. hope it's Jesus by the power of the, the Holy Spirit, Spirit. Yeah. and leaning into the Spirit. I need your help, Spirit. Absolutely, I can't do this. Yeah. Um, and that will help you as you study and think about God, as you think about this. When we talk about theology, it's not learning all these big words and fancy Greek and Hebrew words and all these concepts. It at its grassroots is okay. What is the foundation of what I believe in? Mm -hmm. Who is God to me? Who is God? Who does the Bible say God is Jesus is and where are we at in this? Yeah. And it gets deeper and Mm -hmm. there's books on books on books and there's all these things. Yeah. But that doesn't mean you have to read all those. That means that you daily thinking about your relationship with God and you're going to go closer to him, mm-hmm. uh, which is what we're trying to do. We're not trying to make y'all scholars up in here. Yeah. We're trying to help you guys take a step, take a step take closer a step to being closer like Jesus. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah. And That's so it. hopefully you were encouraged by this because you got it. I was. Hey, <laughs> there we go. Um, well, that's theology 101. We may be coming back with part deuce. 101 part two. 101.1. The X. Is that what it's called? I don't know. It sounds like a radio station. Uh, It is. When I. Nashville. 101.1, the beat jams. Oh, yeah. Casey D coming in live, (laughs) burning the midnight oil. That's what it was. 101.1, the beat jams. Uh, Loved it. Uh, All right. Well, hey, um, we're still trying, guys. We may have a video coming out soon. Trying to reach out to North Dakota. I've done a little bit of research. Uh, I think we might just have to be pulling the yellow pages and just start calling people <laughs> or like the white pages and being like, Hey, we'll do whatever it takes. So I interviewed uh, a college student last night for our like internship. Heidi, nice to meet you. Great, great, great. I said, I got a random question, Heidi. Do you know anybody in North Dakota? <laughs> she goes, I do not. Why do you ask? I was like, I got a podcast. I'm trying to get a listener. I'm trying to get, like, you know, one person up there. We're trying to rack up stats. Mm. We'll get there. Maybe today. We'll, we'll post and let y'all know. Well, hey, review, write, subscribe, text, um, Morse code, whatever you want to do. Carrier pigeon. Got it. Braille? Absolutely. Cool. I uh, hope you guys have a good week. 
And we will catch y'all next time. Bye, friends. See ya.